Good morning. This is the Misfit Vegan Podcast, episode 236. Today I'm going to talk about how I grew my hair. In my entire life, I've never, ever been able to grow my hair past my shoulders. And here's how I did it because I was just, I just woke up and I was just thinking about I was saying to myself, wow, out of nowhere, my hair is growing so long and I don't know what I've done differently, but then I thought about it and I have done many things differently. Number one, I stopped dyeing it. I've been dyeing my hair since I think 14 or 15 years old and I've been bleaching it blonde and my hair was blonde when I was a kid, but then it turned really dark when I went through puberty and I just really love blonde hair. I love being blonde and I thought that made me look prettier. I thought that made me um, just like more attractive in general and made me look younger or whatever. So that's number one. I stopped dyeing my hair about two years ago. And since then, wow, it has grown so much. Um, That's number one. Number two, okay. Number two is that I have stuck to, and I know this is going to be annoying, but I've stuck to a raw vegan diet for 12 years. Now, I'm saying this because I actually remember I didn't dye my hair for like six years now that I think about it. In 2011, when I went raw, I took, I, I was like the perfect raw vegan for six years. Everything was organic. Um, oh, sorry, I just woke up. I didn't use any toxic products. I stopped wearing makeup. I stopped, dye, I didn't um, paint my nails. I didn't dye my hair. I didn't use anything toxic at all. No perfume. I stopped with all the body wash. Like I literally used limes instead of body wash. I used limes for my like underarms and to like clean. Like fucking, I don't want to talk about it. Um, I was a weirdo. Like I'm not saying you're weird if you do that, but like I was insane, and I just wanted to be perfect and like toxic free and like you don't even know. Anyway, um, hold on. Where am I in the story? Oh, yeah. So I stopped dyeing my hair then, okay, but my hair never grew. And I don't really know that I haven't done anything different besides I had just went raw. And it takes a a while. It takes a while for the compound effect to work and to be set into motion and consistency plus time equals success and so I feel strongly that now a lot more of my cells are made up of fruit and vegetables like healthy things and back then my cells were still made up of McDonald's and M&M's and Dunkin Donuts so I think that's have to do with it that's number two number three number three is that I've been doing this nail reflexology thing for a long time since I think 2017 so 17 18 19 22 1 22 yeah six years a little over six years and so all I do every single day I take my two hands 
and I rub my nails together. And I do this for about a minute, and I'm not going to annoy you on this podcast, but I do this for about a minute, and then I just sit, and I breathe. And the reason I do this is because I read in a book, it's called Body Reflexology, and I read in this book that our hair beds, our hair follicles are the... um, the what's the word i'm so tired i'm sorry i just woke up the reflexology points to our hair follicles are to our scalp is located under our nail beds and so when you stimulate it it stimulates your hair to grow and hey in the beginning i was like this is weird and i don't think this works but i was like i'll just try it anyway because i so desperately always always wanted long hair this was like i mean it wasn't that important but it was just a little silly dream that i had you know i was gonna be happy and you know feel beautiful without long hair but i always wanted it and um i tried a long time ago wearing a wig like just for fun I, i went to a store to try it on and it was so heavy and so uncomfortable i could not do it Um, and that this leads me to my next thing that I used to do. So for years I used to wear hair extensions. Okay. So I, when I was really blonde and this is before I was on YouTube actually, but, um, I used to wear hair extensions and then I wore them on YouTube also until recently, actually, um, sometimes I didn't have them in, sometimes I did. And you know that I had them in because they were extremely blonde. And I actually, back in the day, a long time ago, I used to wear clip-in hair extensions that were short because I just wanted to have, um, you know, thick, beautiful hair, but my hair was really, really short. So I got them and then I cut them to make them the same length. And I used to wear these on YouTube also because my hair was so thin and so brittle and so short. And so I just wore them. um, And I'll leave uh, more work for me. I'll try to find a video and I'll leave below when I'm wearing hair extensions Um, because you'd never know. And also until recently, last year, I was wearing hair extensions Um, and you can tell because my hair was super, like there's pieces of my hair that are really, really blonde. That's hair extensions. I have since stopped wearing them. I haven't needed to wear them because my hair is growing and it's so long and it's so thick and I can't believe it. And so that nail thing, I highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. If you want to see what it looks like, I have some videos. Just go to YouTube and type in Miss It Vegan Hair. And I think I did at least two videos on how I grew my hair. The, th- the fourth thing I do is I pull my hair at the scalp every day. So I have this routine and it's been like six years. So please understand that, yeah, if you're trying to do things naturally and you don't want to wear extensions and you don't want to wear wigs or whatever, it's going to take a while. Natural healing, natural growth takes a while. It takes time. Sometimes it's faster than others, but it's taken me a full, honestly, 12 years you know, but I had to stop dyeing my hair and I had to start doing these things. And But anyway, so I pull my hair at the scalp. This is a reflexology um, tip as well. 
Sorry, I'm doing it right now. And it hurts a little bit, but it stimulates the hair growth. Also, I do a scalp massage every day. So I just take my hand, the tips of my fingers, and I just massage my scalp. And every time I get a massage, which is generally, usually every two or three weeks, try to do two weeks, um, I ask for a scalp massage. Because I just, I feel strongly that it stimulates my scalp. And I love how it feels. And also it helps me grow my hair. Okay. And finally, something else that I have been doing. Two more things, actually. Okay, so what are we up to? Number five. I think we're at number six. Either way, I started taking a probiotic last year. And this is when I started seeing my hair grow. So I don't know if it's the probiotic. And I'm telling you right now, you don't need to take it if you don't want to. Um, I don't even think that it's for my health. Like, I don't think it's done anything for my health. But somebody really, really recommended it. Somebody that I trust recommended it and so I said okay you know what let me give this a try um and there was nothing wrong with my health I wasn't deficient at all um and the side effect has been two things my hair has grown so much and the other thing is that I started pooping more so when I used to poop like two times a day now I poop like three or four times a day depending on how many times I eat if I eat a lot then I'll poop more Um, so that's really cool. And so the probiotic, if you want, there's a link in my bio on Instagram. You can check that out. Or, and I think you get like 10% off with my link. So that's why I'm recommending go to the link in my Instagram bio. Or, um, you can type in Miss It Vegan Probiotics on YouTube. And I think I have a video on that. Or you can simply go to microbiomelabs.com. And I make like, I don't know. I don't even remember the last time I made money from this. So it's not like, I'm not trying to sell it. I promise you. I use it. And this is the truth. This is the God's honest truth that my hair started growing and I started pooping more once I started taking these probiotics. But they're called, it's called microbiomelabs.com. And the probiotics are called Mega Spore Biotic. And it's made out of spores. And it's vegan, of course. And it's the first spore-based probiotic. And yeah, listen, you don't, trust me, I'm not saying you have to take this and I'm not one of those people that are like, I'm not making money off this, okay, just so you know. Um, Okay, so that's that. And then finally, the other thing, oh, I guess there's two more things. (laughs) You see, I've been doing a lot, okay? I go upside down every day. I use my inversion table, okay, or I go on my feet up or I do a handstand. I've been doing a lot of handstands in yoga. So I do one of those three things every single day. I go upside down because I heard, I think it was from the reflexology book, that going upside down, being inverted, it really, really helps with the blood flow to the scalp to get fresh blood to the scalp, okay? And so I've been doing that. And for at least a minute every single day. So it's these little things that I've been doing that really help. And uh, I think this is the last tip, although I, th- I felt like I had one more. But my last one is my affirmations. 
Okay, so I was never a believer in affirmations until I started consistently doing them. It, it actually only started when I started coaching people in 2017, 18. And then I got really serious about coaching in 2020. And um, I... So sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm lying down, so I guess... I should get up, but and I want to. Um, so I, uh, I started saying, I love my long, beautiful hair. I started saying this, and I can't remember the year that I started, but it's been a few years, and it was way before I had long, beautiful hair. And so I really believe the number one thing is the not dying it anymore, but also staying consistently on a raw vegan diet, Okay. Because like I said, I did give up dyeing my hair in, in 2011. And I didn't dye it until 2017. So that was six full years. But it never grew. It was so short and it never, ever grew. And um, the other thing, uh, there was one more thing. Hold on. Massage, nail, inversion. Oh, I wanted to say real quick, if you cannot do inversions, this is what I wanted to say. If you can't do an inversion, then start with putting your feet up the wall. Okay, put your feet up the wall. And that's a mini inversion. Um, The other thing is there's this thing. I mean, you can buy an inversion table. Of course, I would highly recommend this, especially if you have back issues. But you also, you've got to do yoga if you have back issues. Um, And then there's also a fabulous book called Healing Back Pain. And I never say the word fabulous, so that sounded weird coming out of my mouth. But um, healing back pain. And what you do is you use your mind to heal your back pain. And I've actually known many people that have healed their back pain through this book, including Ellen Livingston and a bunch of other people. So, And she's a yoga teacher, so I'm just putting that out there. Yoga helps a lot of people. It helped me heal my back pain, but a lot of people um, have healed through this book, Healing Back Pain. Um, and then the other thing is this feet up. So there's this yoga accessory called the feet up. You can go to thefeetup.com. I don't work for them, but they're amazing. And they've helped me do handstands and get the strength in my arms and my shoulders. And anybody can do it. And you build up core muscles. And it's like anybody can do a handstand on this thing. So I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It's so cool. So easy. And um, yeah, I just love it. I really love it. I'm going to do that today instead of my inversion table because I just feel like I'm getting more of a workout and I'm using my core muscles. And so, yes, um, that's it, y'all. That's it. So that's how I've grown my hair. And I know that you didn't want to hear that it took me 12 years on a raw vegan diet. I totally get it. But if you start now, what's 12 years from now? Okay. You still going to be young, boo. You still going to be living your life. And you're going to be so, so happy that you started today, March 28th, 2023. You're going to be so happy and grateful. And you're going to feel so blessed. And so I recommend you start today. Now, if you're already eating a healthy vegan diet, raw or high raw, well, then I want you to start something else today. Start one thing today, one new thing. Now, 
I don't want you to try starting a million things. I want you to just start one new habit and I want you to stick to it for the rest of this year. So maybe it's dry brushing, maybe it's meditating for five minutes, maybe it's saying affirmations for five minutes, maybe it's just sitting and deep breathing for five minutes, maybe it's massaging your scalp for a minute or doing that nail thing, but I want you to start and I want you to, here's what I want you to do, I want you to set an alarm in your phone to go off every day to remind you to do that. Use your phone to your advantage, my boo. I have alarms going off all day long to remind me things. I have an alarm to clean for 11 minutes. It has helped me so much organize my house. I have an alarm to do my affirmations. I have an alarm to remind me to go upside down. I have an alarm to remind me to start getting ready for bed, to stop eat when I want to stop eating, uh, which is 8 o'clock. Um, I want, oh, by the way, side note. I don't want to talk about other people, but I need to address this. I need to say this real quick. And I know this episode is way too long already. But yesterday I saw an episode of Jillian Berry's YouTube channel and uh, she was interviewing Eli Martyr and he was showing what he eats in a day. Did anybody else see this? Okay, Jillian and Eli are two of my friends. So I'm not talking bad about either of them. But I was shocked and appalled personally. I was shocked and quite concerned actually. Um... And maybe I'll interview Eli about this soon, but I just did not know how little he ate. It did not seem doable or reasonable. He ate a tiny melon for breakfast. He ate a handful of grapes, like, for lunch. He said he wasn't going to eat the whole bag of grapes. He was just going to eat some. So we don't really know how many. And then he had six persimmons and maybe two oranges, he said. And that's it for the whole entire day. And I know he does intermittent fasting because he loves, he says he loves to stop eating by three. And Jillian also agreed that she likes to stop eating by three. And then he said his, he feels his best when he doesn't eat until three the next day. And I'm just like, whoa, I don't know, guys. I don't, hey, if he's doing him and he's really eating like this, he says some days he eats less, some days he eats a tiny bit more, but like some days he eats half that amount, he says, and he eats like 800 calories. And I'm just like, huh, is this possible? Is this sustainable? I, he says he's been doing this for eight years. I don't live with him, so I don't really know what he's doing, just like you guys don't live with me, so you don't know what I'm doing. Um, but I don't know about this. I feel that this is like setting him up for failure. I feel that this is like what people do that go back to eating meat. And I'm not saying he would ever do that because I don't get that vibe from him at all. But I don't think this is sustainable. I don't think he's getting enough calories. And hey, to each his own. I just will wait and see what happens there. But I've found the successful people in this lifestyle eat as much as they want, whenever they want, as long as it's a fruit or vegetable, nut or seed, and they don't count calories and they don't intermittent fast. And yeah, I'd like to stop eating by 8 p.m. because sometimes, y'all, I find myself eating dinner at midnight, and I know that's absolutely atrocious, but it's my roommate's fault. And no, it's not. It's not her fault. But like sometimes I find myself eating like 11, 12 o'clock at night. And that's because I've just been working the whole day. Time has gone 
away from me. Like, I don't know how it's possible some days, but I just, I think it's because I love what I do and I just lose track of time. And then out of nowhere, it's fucking 11 o'clock and I know I should go to bed. And, and most days I do, but I made a rule that eight o'clock is like the cutoff. It has to be the cutoff because I feel so much better when I stop eating at that time. Now, three o'clock, I don't know. Hey, it works for him. It works for him. It don't, that can never work for me. Like, I don't want it to work for me. I think that's way too early and I couldn't get enough calories in. And so that's me. I eat usually between 12 and eight or 12 and 12 some days, but usually I don't start eating till around 12. I like to have juices before then or smoothies sometimes and water. And that's really the only time I drink water is first thing in the morning. Um, yeah, so I was just a little concerned because he's a stunt man. And I know, if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Eli Martyr. And uh, he has a channel called The Free Melon Society. And I know that he works out more than me. I just know it because he's super fit. He's got, he's, he's really strong and he's doing something right. So maybe he's doing it right. Okay. But it just seems like not enough calories. It just seems like not enough food. What really surprised me is when he said, he's like, I'm not going to eat all those grapes. And it was like a bag of grapes. And I was just like, um, what? I don't know, y'all. I don't know. And he's straight fruitarian too, which is interesting. And so I wonder, I wonder if he eats cooked food sometimes. Because usually people that eat like this, that do serious intermittent fasting or one meal a day or eat very little calories or are very, very, very concerned with the way they look, which, hey, there's nothing wrong with looking good and having muscles and being strong and being fit. And it's my dream. It's my goal. But a lot of times, like I know many people in real life that are that are doing the same thing. OMAD, they're all guys too, but one meal a day, intermittent fasting, raw vegan, super, super clean diet. They work out a ton and they eat cooked food every once in a while because they're starving and it's not like the most healthiest cooked food. So I wonder if that's him. I don't know. I don't know him, but I just, I'm concerned. But anyway, that's all. Um, yeah, I just don't think it's possible to eat that little for a sustainable amount of time and work out as much as he works out and, and live the life that he lives, which is he's a stunt man. So he works a lot too. So it's like, I don't know. Anyway, that's my hair and, and, uh, Eli Martyr episode. And I will talk to you guys in the next one. Thank you very much. And I want to remind you that I have, oh, I think I have one spot left now. I got to check my email to see if, um, this woman, uh, uh, paid because she sent a bunch of people sent applications yesterday, but I really liked one of them. So I approved one person yesterday. And if she has paid for her tuition, then I have one spot left and I'm talking about the Food Addiction Freedom course, where you're going to learn not only how to eat, but why you are not doing it already. And we're going to reprogram your subconscious in six weeks time. And yes, it's going to be a lot of work. And no, you're not going to get the results if you don't do that work. But if you're willing to work, then you're going to get the result. And if you're willing to want to quit, but not, 
If you're willing to work out with me, if you're willing to do the hard emotional work, if you're willing to tap on your face with me, do EFT, if you're willing to do the guided meditations, if you're willing to put yourself out there, share and be vulnerable and accept the support that this course is going to give you, okay? Because you're going to be doing this course alongside nine other women who you're going to know for life. You're also going to get an accountability partner for life. And if you're willing to do the work, then it's going to work. If you're not willing to do the work, then it's not going to work for you. That's the secret to life. And so sometimes people say, well, I don't know what to do. Well, this is why my course exists because I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you exactly what to do every single day for six full weeks. I'm also going to share with you what I eat every single day for every single meal for six weeks. Okay. And, um, honestly, it's a lot more than Eli. Sorry. I'm just still thinking about this guy. I just, I was shocked y'all. I was shocked. And he like six, he's over six feet and he's got crazy muscles. So I'm just like, how do you sustain this eating this little, I don't know. Um, maybe, Hey, I've been in the game for 12 years, but maybe I just am doing it wrong. It's possible. If you want to do it wrong with me, (laughs) then send me an email to JD at misfitvegan.com and put the words, I am ready in the title of your email. So I'll get back to you immediately. And, um, the way I'm doing it is I'm eating whatever I want. I'm eating when I'm hungry. I'm stopping when I'm full. I'm no longer using food as an emotional support. I'm not using food as a therapist anymore. And I'm not using food to numb my emotions or soothe me or when I'm scared or sad or hurt or angry. I'm actually expressing those emotions in healthy ways, which I will teach you how to do as well. Last night, I was actually angry. So I started hitting the bed. That's one of my ways that I deal with my anger. And then I started journaling and I did an EFT tapping. And, um, you know, I was just, I honestly started talking out loud. I had to get my anger out because I was angry. And in the past, I would have stored it away and eventually started eating to stop feeling that anger. Because I was taught as a kid that I'm not allowed to be angry. Um, I was taught as a kid that um, I'm not allowed to be anything besides perfect. So I wasn't allowed to be sad or upset or I wasn't allowed to cry. I wasn't allowed to feel any negative emotions. I was just expected to mm, be the perfect kid because my caretakers didn't have time for anybody but my sister. My sister was ill in the hospital and um, off and on throughout her whole life. She had a brain tumor when she was born and she had a lot of problems. And so I had to like just, I felt like I had to kind of be like invisible so that every all the attention could be on her. And I totally understood it. And I took care of her too. Um, but then that led me to suppressing my emotions and feeling things that, uh, like trying not to feel. And I've carried that into adulthood. And, and then I started using food to suppress my emotions that I felt like I wasn't allowed to feel or I didn't have the right to feel. I didn't have the right to stand up for myself or be sad or be angry, whatever. So anyway... Love you guys. Thanks so much. And I'll see you soon. Bye.